Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. Yeah, welcome to Friday. Uh, we've made it through another day. Yes, another week gone by. And I'm going to tell you, it is crazier than ever. Uh, phones have been ringing all morning long. Huge, huge down move in gold and silver today. Gold's down 45. Silver's down a dollar. The Dow's up 100. Kind of a weird deal. All based on government jobs data. 943,000 jobs created. That was the headline, and we got to give them a round of applause for that, right? 943. Uh, you know, I've been telling you all week, I thought the number would be a, uh, a loser, that it was going to be low, mostly because everybody was talking about a million-plus jobs. Goldman Sachs was saying 1.2 million. Consensus uh, was 870,000, only because one, one person had uh, that they, they poll of these economists had 350,000 um, but the number, it really wasn't this good. But that doesn't matter because the the mainstream media only gives you the headlines anyway. But it was still, uh, in fairness and honesty, still way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, 943,000 uh, jobs created. This was a July number. Uh, and, and really, when you look at the type of job, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, leisure and hospitality uh, was the big, big winner, 380000 So you think about, okay, uh, nine, the, the, we'll round up. Say 950, 950,000, 400,000 of them were bartenders, waiters, waitresses, maids, and stuff like that. Uh, the next biggest number actually came from the government. Uh, that was another one that was really kind of off-putting, uh, 261,000 uh, in the education system. And I don't know how the whole teacher thing works. Usually we see a big jump in August on that number, so it was kind of weird. Uh, but that was that was the number they reported. Uh, either way, you, you know, you take it, take it for what it is. Uh, then the, so really, you, you factor those two numbers in. Uh, that was pretty much most of the jobs that were created. The next biggest one, uh, professional and business services, was 60,000. So that not, not a huge number there. Uh, transportation and warehousing, this kind of makes sense, right? 50,000 jobs there. That's, that's a really big number uh, for that industry. But we know we've been talking a lot about how the transportation industry is just a mess out there. Other services, 39,000. Healthcare, 37,000. Manufacturing, uh, 27,000. IT, 24,000, so on and so forth. So really the bulk of the jobs in two areas, government and the what, what, well, the jobs that we normally have been creating for the last 15 years or so, waiters and bartenders. Uh, but the... That, that was a seasonally adjusted number. And uh, on the Jacked Up show, I was talking about how it used to be really easy to know what the seasonal adjustments were. Uh, the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics and the Department of Labor would just publish it. Hey, here's our unadjusted number. Here's our adjusted number. The idiot box 
would actually tell you both numbers. They don't tell you both. They have it. They got rid of that years ago, and now you have to do. Uh, they, they they still give unadjusted numbers, but you have to go to like ten different tables to get them all. They don't make it easy for you to get. So somebody with more time than I uh, went out and put this all together. So let me give you uh, the, the the long and the short of it. Here's what they said. Also worth noting. So they gave the headlines, how many jobs, blah, blah, blah. Unadjusted for seasonal factors. Employment actually dropped by 133,000. I don't know. You, you decide. And, and what are the seasonal factors? Now, I, in fairness, uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics and the Department of Labor put a big asterisk with a big paragraph about COVID, messing up numbers, this, that, the other. But either way, Jason, we created some jobs in July. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the economy is, uh, is is an unusual and hard to decipher thing, Joe. This is why people come to your show. And, uh, yeah, I mean, things look a little rosier and happier than they did last year, and, and, and they're going to they're gonna throw all these uh, – these reasons for things. I, I, if you listen to my show at all, I, I don't believe any of the numbers almost ever. I always think there's something. There's always something wrong in the numbers. Something skewed wrong. But what I like when Joe brings the numbers on is that even in their own numbers, Joe, they're telling a story, and 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 it, and, and it, and it you can figure out what exactly what's going on by even uh, watching the false, what I consider false numbers. I I like how heavy my portfolio is. I don't really worry about the numbers as much. So yeah, I mean, what was the what was the uh, jobless claims uh, yesterday? Joey's still around four hundred thousand. Am I right on that? Yeah, and we have about four, and that's been the number uh, people filing for unemployment claims for the very first time. Uh, Arizona is very interesting. Uh, as I talk to all of my friends, and I've got so many of my friends are small business owners, and, and they've all kind of said the same story. Hey, we had a big spike. It's kind of leveled off. And some of them are now saying, you know, business. And, of course, here in Arizona, business usually is soft in July and August. It's so dang hot. Uh, but business is soft. But isn't it in, interesting, in Joe, that, isn't it interesting how we've gotten used to that big jobless claim number every week? It shouldn't be 400000 Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to break down a lot more. We're going to talk. we got a, a, a huge opportunity in the silver market. Remember, a few weeks ago... We came out with some of the cheapest prices in the country. We're going to do it again. Pizza Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800 951 Radio News Hour. Uh, the big story of the day was the government jobs number. And I, and I just love, you know, I, and we always see these overreactions uh, in in the gold and silver market on stuff like this. It's actually, you know, obviously it's ridiculous, number one, because uh, when you look at gold and silver demand, uh, Jason and I were doing a lot of stuff, a lot of research today, uh, trying to find, you know, who's got what available where and and all this stuff, Uh, especially silver. I mean, gold's underpriced by 20% at least okay silver silver is probably underpriced i don't know 50% underpriced yep i agree with just that just with supply and demand right jason yeah i agree I mean, with that it, 
it, it, it it's it's incredible, and I'm and I'm kind of laughing here. Silver's at at twenty four and a quarter, but here's where we're at. We're at, we're at, just so you know, this is silver's got to hold twenty four dollars, and, and gold right now here at 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 seventeen sixty. That that's kind of the low area. If gold doesn't hold, you know, say seventeen fifty area. Uh, then we could go back and see sixteen seventy. Uh, that's the that's the what I call the the huge support area. Very unlikely that we break down from there. Go uh, silver on the other side. So where is silver's huge support? So they've got twenty four is pretty strong, uh, but huge support in silver actually lies uh, right around twenty two dollars and eighty seven cents. And uh, there's another support level that I don't think will break 24, but we could. Uh, there's a support level in at the 23 and a half dollar range, uh, but that's where all the 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 big big support is. Uh, the big thing that again everyone wants to talk about. Well, is this jobs number good enough for the Fed to taper? Listen, first of all, the Fed shouldn't be buying anything right now. In all historical context, all the data points, and, and, and it's not like uh, this is the first good data point we've seen. We, you know, believe it or not, this was a little higher than the last couple of months. But I mean, every month it's been eight, nine hundred thousand jobs for the last what four, five, six months in a row. Uh, the economy, according to them, the way they do their numbers. The, the whole recession only lasted two months, Jason. We didn't actually, believe it or not, think about this. According to them, the United States didn't have a recession during COVID. Because the technical term for recession is two straight Bad quarterly quarters, yeah. declines in a row. Right? Yeah, I, I kind Jason. of agree. I kind of agree with it. I, the whole thing's manipulated. Uh, you know, I, uh, you, you were talking there a moment ago, and I'm thinking, well, so, so, so silver and gold are down big today. And, uh, and, and I, you know, anybody listens to me and Joe, I'm the conspiratorial. I always think there's someone's out to get us. I always think there's somebody out there. And so when I see gold and silver going down uh, big today, uh, to me it's, well, the, I, I look around and there's, oh, there's a lot of cash. There's a, there's a lot of money in the bank right now. They have They have pumped a bunch and uh, when one big player decides well maybe i should go get a little gold and silver right to me it means well i'm not going to buy it at gold at 1850 i'm going to buy it at 1750 so i think they just pull a couple levers joe and they just make that happen so so uh that if there's big players out there that want the price to be lower so they can buy it for less that's what you should be doing out there this 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 little soft spot we've been in over the last 12 months or so this is this is when you're supposed to be uh, just backing the truck up and loading it up, Joe. Yeah, well, that's but it's the hardest time to do it. I know. I, I'm like I'm, I'm I'm like everybody else out there too. I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm gonna wait. Maybe it'll go lower. Uh, but but absolutely keep uh, this is this is what really helps portfolios when you add at, at much lower levels. But the other thing that happened, which really had. Uh, a, a really big impact was Joe Manchin, and, and you guys, uh, he's a uh, somebody that nobody ever heard of until we got to 
you know, the 5150 deal. And Joe Manchin, he is the Democrat from West Virginia. He's the Democratic senator from West Virginia. And, and I told the story. My brother lives in West Virginia. He's the uh, an executive at one of the, I think they may be the largest now, media company in the United States. Uh, my brother uh, works for a company that owns, I want to say now, 140 television stations uh, in the country. And, and they, they just added more. But him and Joe Manchin got to know each other. Because in, in and it's a it's a funny story how it works in in West Virginia. There's one station. There's only a couple of population centers in West Virginia, uh, and my brother's company owns them. And the there's only one state. You know they still have ABC, CBS, NBC, but there's one station, and they all watch it. it it's one of the weirdest markets in, in when you think of television markets. It is the most their, their West Virginia stations are their most profitable stations because they have, like, 90% market share. So when the news comes on, all of West Virginia only watches them. And my brother got into, uh, well, I'll just tell you, Joe Manchin was yelling at my brother. Because uh, my brother's station was running some ads that Joe Manchin didn't like. Uh. <laughs> and, and and it was so my brother's just you know and my this is the first time my brother meets this guy and my brother is not like you know bless my brother he's he's a he's better than me you get in my face right I'm gonna come right back and get in your face I, I'm a I'm I'm not a match the tone guy whatever tone you come with me I'm gonna come with, at a higher tone back at you type of guy. But my brother, he doesn't operate that way. He listens, and then he just, without missing a beat, says to Joe Manchin, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> and, and Manchin, he goes, and Manchin just kind of was, you know, he was expecting something else. And my brother says to him, listen, if you want to put a different message out, here's my card. Call me, and we can discuss rates. And, and that was their first meeting. And then after that, they saw a lot of each other. They were on planes together. They actually became, I, I don't know, I wouldn't, my brother wouldn't say Joe Manchin's my friend. But they've spent plenty of time together. And, and one of the things when, when he became important in all of this stuff, because he's kind of the guy, you know, we talk about it all the time. What's Joe Manchin going to do? Right? Uh, the human infrastructure bill, right, is going to be a Joe Manchin bill as an example. But my brother said, you know, hey, listen, this guy's a gun guy. This guy is, he, he's not one of the liberal Democrats. Okay, he's, I, I would like it a, more in the, you know, the, remember the old Southern Democrats, Jason? They were, oh, yeah. they were pretty conservative. Yep, yep. So he's a conservative Democrat. He wrote a letter to Jay Powell today. Well, I guess last night. And, and 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 was telling Jay Powell, when are you going to do something? Because he said that you know the serious concerns 
over too much quantitative easing and the inflation tax that was destroying the middle class. With the recession over and our strong uh, economic recovery well underway, Manchin said, and again, listen, by the data, he's right. I'm increasingly alarmed that the Fed continues to inject record amounts of stimulus. And this goes to Jason's point. You know, Jason and I, we talk a lot about this stuff, and Jason's like, Joe, I'm telling you, man, that they just keep dumping gasoline on the fire. Right? More money, more stimulus, more. Jason actually thinks, Jason, tell people, what, what did you tell me about where you think mortgage rates are headed? I, I think the, they're going to set up a situation in the next six months to where they're going to start selling uh, 1% to 2% mortgages and, and limp this thing further and, and try to keep the Democrat that's in power, which is Joe Biden. They, they don't like crashing markets on Democrats. So if they can limp this thing three more years, maybe Trump gets reelected and they, they crash the thing on him. So I, I, I actually saw a couple of videos where guys were setting up a scenario where they can actually sell a 1% mortgage to the uh, population, and that would I get... I don't know that that's... Po- I, I can't even imagine. Who knows? You know, I can't say that's not possible. But think how many people... The, even if it's one point... That's a ridiculous st- statement he just made, I and know. I can't... I, and I can literally... <laughs> I, I can't... It could happen! Look Th- at what we're doing now! How many people would, would jump into that debt, even if it was like 1.75% mortgages, right, Joe? Or 1.5%? Right. Well, you'd be a fool not to, right? And that would that would that would limp this broken uh, apple cart down the road a little further. <laughs> so, so here's what I love about Mansion, and I can't believe I'm saying this. You know, uh, I, I I I always loved Ron Paul, and and I wish Ron Paul had been a better speaker, because if he had been, it would have been so. But he was so dead on about policy, and remember how he'd go after Greenspan. And we would play those clips all the time. Uh, but in his letter to Jay Powell, he brings up some great points. He says, why are you continuing to inject all of this record amount of stimulus and continuing an emergency level of quantitative easing? Right? You know, and this is what they do. Oh, it's an emergency. You said the recession only lasted two months. I have an idea why they're doing it, Joe. (laughs) There's there's so many dollars coming home from uh, outside of our country, uh, and and people aren't buying treasuries the way they were. And uh, to keep a Ponzi scheme healthy, you got to have dollars. You got to have it. And if they're coming back, they got to go somewhere, Joe. And uh, they got to go somewhere, right? And he brings up this great point. He says, with this record amount of stimulus has led to the most inflation momentum in 30 years. And the reason why they only can say 30 years because that's that's when they changed the way they calculated inflation. So, you know, that that, that, that we're going to see this 30-year thing for a long time. But understand why it isn't, well, why isn't it the 70s? Well, that's why. So, because uh, really, this is the most inflation since the 70s, hands down. And he says, the most inflation momentum in 30 years, and our economy's not even fully open yet. And really, when you think about it, think about places like like New York, right? New York's shutting down again. Illinois, just uh, uh, they just what mandated the governor of Illinois, everyone's got to wear masks at school again. Now the teachers' union, 
of course, not no surprise, the teachers' union says they said there should be no in school at all. Get ready for more of that again, right? We're 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 actually kind of going backwards a little bit, and yet inflation is tremendous. I'm concerned about this continued fiscal stimulus and leading to our economy overheating in unavoidable inflation taxes that hard-working Americans simply can't afford. And this is really the debate. The inflation debate is one where this is what I, and I told Jason this morning, you know when gold and silver rally? It's going to be the day they actually start tapering. That'll be the day. The day they pull back on all this stimulus. Uh, it, and because here's the, the, the thing that Joe Manchin is raising. Hey, you guys have let this go on and there's no end in sight. By the time you actually do something, it's going to be way too late. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'll hand it to Manchin. At least somebody is trying to challenge the Fed. Like, no, sir. 800-951-0592. Uh, the, the silver pullback. This is the second time, what, in the last three weeks that we've seen silver come back to this $24 level. Uh, here's the funny part. Two days ago. So Wednesday morning when the ADP number came out, remember there was a 300-some-thousand dollar number, Matter of fact, if you if you want to believe, you know, ADP said that we created about 380,000 jobs. Then the government the next day said 380,000 people filed for unemployment claims. You know, kind of, you know, almost like, hey, we, we didn't go anywhere. And then today, of course, we got this big number. But silver was $26 Wednesday morning. And... I had just raised all the prices, and, and gold was eighteen thirty, right? I just had finished raising all the prices on on, on our shopping cart online, uh, and then that's when uh, the Fed governor started coming out, and R- Richard Clarido, the main one, he's the vice chair, uh, and and on Monday we'll talk about him. His term's up in October, and he's going to get shown the door, uh, so they can get uh, more. Uh, the Democrats want more liberal people in there, uh, which I didn't know. I did not know his term was up then, and I, maybe I should have. Uh, but but he came out with with this taper talk, and and we're seeing it again today with the the big jobs number. So we, we've had essentially a two dollar move down, uh, which is a, a, a and really just back in the range again, and it's at the low end of the range. And normally, what happens? In uh, Jason, because it moves so fast, normally by the time New York opens, gold's already closing back in on twenty five dollars. So this is this is a uh, one of those times we're on the air. Gold, silver's down a dollar. Uh, we we've got, and I've got to find my notes, Jason. I I hate to tell you this. I hope did you write it down? I did. I think I wrote it down in the other room, but I think I got most of it memorized in my brain here. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I can't believe I did. I, wow, that's embarrassing. It's live radio. I we 
Well, let's just talk no about doubt. the let's talk about the items first, and then uh, I think the the prices will become more. Uh, uh, you'll, you'll remember them as I as I spout okay. them. Okay. All right. So let's start with U.S. Silver Eagles, right, Jason? Yep, Silver Eagles. So uh, three weeks ago, we were the cheapest in the country uh, at $700 a roll. And silver was about 24, I want to say 2450, $24.75. And and remember, we had like 12 cases of of silver eagles, we don't have that many this time, and not uh, not so fact, far in the past, have... Joe. We uh, we had silver eagles price on the website at, at eight twenty or eight forty. I mean, we, they, you know, th- you know, the, 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 the supply became a little bit better, so so the uh, the premiums weren't so high, so it was coming back, and then we found those cheap ones. That's, that's, I mean, it was an absolute steal of a price uh, three weeks ago for seven hundred bucks a roll. I've got fifty rolls. Jason has some in Colorado. I don't. I I have a couple of rolls here. I have some rolls here, but I've got another one coming. Uh, but I've got fifty rolls of Silver Eagles. And these are going to be backdate years, which everyone's charging all these premiums. It's kind of funny, uh, but six hundred and ninety dollars a roll. So, again, when you go out to the big players like Atmex and J&B, we're cheaper than they are, again. Uh, but we only have 50 rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. So that's And remember, that's minted by the U.S. Mint, comes in the mint tube with the green top, 20 ounces of silver. Uh, it comes in the roll. So if you've never bought in silver before, uh, these are minted by the U.S. Mint. Uh, one ounce silver coins, and they come in their mint tube. There's 20 ounces in every roll. Uh, we really don't sell individual silver eagles, so we, you have to buy the roll. Uh, but $690 a roll, again, puts us right there at the bottom uh, when you're looking at silver in the country today. Uh, I've got 50 rolls. And then we're doing radio here, so I mean, here, here here's what it sounds like. There you go. There's your silver. You know, you hold a hold a stack of silver, Joe, and and uh, on days, you know, in, in past when I bought silver, and on days when it went down, it was just a buying opportunity. And uh, anytime it went down, I just you just look at it, put your hands on. It, it's like you know what, never bothers me when it goes down because I know that this it's it's just a scare tactic. Get people to sell everything they got, and what? By the way, we'll buy any ounces of silver you got. You know, call eight hundred. Oh, absolutely. Nine five one zero five nine two. We'll buy. The only reason why we've got this silver is because we bought it from customers, and that, that's why we have it. Jason, I can't believe I cannot find where we wrote that stuff down. All right, so that's number one. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got it. I I threw it away. Seven ninety five. Seven ninety five on the next item, Joe. If I remember so right. So the next item. So we got 50 rolls of that. Now, Brittany's here by herself right now. We've got two lines open. Just be patient. Uh, Arlene's on vacation. Uh, we're you know, shorthanded on both ends, Colorado right, and Arizona. On both ends, yeah. Both, both places, we're a little shorthanded. Bear with us. We'll get to you. Uh, Silver Eagles, 690 Okay, so, again, cheapest anywhere. It's cheapest anywhere. That is, that is such a good price. And even though you may be listening, you say, well, that's only $10 cheaper than, than previous. But... I don't think you understand. That's, we were we were at a, an ounce. We, we were we were 
blowing it up with, with that that inventory we had. And that was that was by far a huge special. So here we are. Uh, should be charging seven seven fifty seven eighty a roll. No, uh, I mean we're uh, no. But that's not what we want. That's what do. we're doing. How, how about this next item? So that that's item number one. Item number two. We only have eighteen rolls of this item. These are friends to the north. These are Canadian maple leaves. So these are minted by the Canadian government. Same thing, one ounce gold coins. But in Canada, they like to put a little more in there. There's 25 ounces. Silver. Silver. Right. I think 25 you said, ounces of silver I think, in that roll. I think right, you used Jason? the word. Yeah, I think you said use the word gold. So no, 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 not. What? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I thought I heard you say it's gold. It's Friday. <laughs> I haven't started drinking yet, but I'm thinking about it. Silver. Twenty-five ounces silver. of silver. Silver. Pearl. Twenty-five ounces of silver. <laughs> At seven hundred and ninety-five dollars. In Colorado, we've had some of these recently, and we were at eight fifty a roll. So extremely well priced let me give you the price per ounce $31.80 that's the cheapest government government hallmark silver to buy. so that's item number one item number two Canadian maple leaves they only 18 rolls of those at $7.95 and I got one more item for you below $30 when we come back with the silver in the background the lead pipe stone cold lock of the week uh, on the silver spectacular here uh, 40 rolls now of u.s silver eagles at 690 still have the 18 rolls of maple leafs now the maple leaf rolls yet they're they're 105 dollars more but it has five more ounces in it so your price per ounce on on the maple leaves it's down to thirty one dollars and eighty cents. Yeah. Uh, so for government hallmark material, again cheapest around. Tall tall tubes. Yeah, you got the uh, the yellow cap tall yep. tubes, man. They're they're pretty cool. Now, are those the? Uh, are there twenty five coins in there? Or are they the ounce and a halfers? No, no, they're twenty five one ounce. Uh, twenty five one ounce coins. So yep, twenty five one ounce coins on the maple leaves at seven ninety five. Man. <laughs> that's incredible. That's, I mean, you were over $900 on those things. So uh, that's a great opportunity there. But, you know, the problem is limited quantities on all of this stuff. And then we have 50 rolls of rounds. Now, the rounds, that's not government hallmark. Uh, that's just uh, independent mints making these rounds. And used to be rounds were everywhere. But with the silver shortage now, most of these companies stop making them because they can't get the it blanks. It was cheaper for them to just make hundred ounce bars and thousand ounce bars, uh, and that's what they've been doing. Uh, but these are fresh; these rounds are fresh and crisp. These aren't these aren't old beat up rounds. These are all fresh, crisp rounds. Uh, we only have fifty rolls, but they're at five hundred and ninety dollars. So that puts you below thirty dollars. Uh, $29.50 on on rolls of rounds. So you got three different options in silver. 
uh, all of them, I mean, we're, we're, when you talk about being a price leader, all of them would be price leaders anywhere. U.S. Silver Eagles at $690 a roll. Uh, Canadian Maple Leafs, 25 ounces in those at 795 a roll. And then the roll around, which is just like the uh, the Silver Eagles, there's 20, 20 coins in those. Uh, at five hundred and ninety dollars, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, as the uh, the bond yields. Let me, Joe. Let me jump in they, real quick. Let me let me say one thing about yeah. this. But buy some of each of these rolls, by the way, because uh, I have customers sometimes they ask me the the, the the key questions like, well, why is this silver more expensive and this silver is, is cheaper. And I, and I tell them, it's like, look, so, so we, we don't make the market. We, uh, we, we buy and sell as the, as the market uh, allows. And Silver Eagles, for better or for worse, that's what everyone pays the higher premiums on. So if, if you buy more expensive silver on the front end, when you go to sell it to us, you get more on the back end. If, if it's silver rounds, five ninety five or old, it's like, well, why would I ever buy the Silver Eagles? Well, you, we do give more per ounce when you come back to sell it to us for the Silver Eagles than the Silver Rounds. But if you want to buy cheap on the front end, and get a little less uh, when you sell it. Buy silver rounds. There's a good. There's good and bad to all the three products that Joe just put on the air. Well, what a great point! And I'll, you know what? I didn't even think about it. Shame on me. But it's why I asked Jason to join me today. There's a five dollar an ounce difference between the silver eagle and the silver round. And if you if you said to me. Hey, do you think it's worth paying the extra $5? I would have a hard time saying yes. Because I don't know that you can get the $5 back. Maybe. Maybe. But right right now, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get about $3 back versus the five you know when you factor the buy and the sell we're, we'll pay about three dollars more an ounce for a silver eagle than we will a silver round uh last year that might have been, been different though joe last year we might have been that's given. right and, and exactly right exactly right you know there's uh but but i i would say by and large whatever we're paying for silver normally we pay about three dollars less uh for for a round uh but Again, it varies and all of those things. So, very good point, Jason. Yeah, buy all three of them. Buy buy some of all three of them. The whole idea of, of silver pulling back is, or, or silver going up. People buy it when it's going up because oh my, oh my God, it's going up. I better buy it before it goes up more. The other thing is, if it's going down. It's like, well, you could wait. Eh, maybe it'll go down again on Monday. Buy it all the way down. Buy it all the way up. And, and when you have three different types of priced silver items, buy all three of them. That you just you're just price. You're putting yourself in, in three different price categories. And uh, if you ever have to sell, maybe maybe rounds become really valuable to sell at, at a time, and, and you sell those. Or maybe silver eagles get really ultra rare and hard to get, like they did last year. And, and if you ever have to sell, you sell at the top. There's it, it just puts you in in, in, in different positions uh, with silver. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Again, uh, Brittany is solo today, so just be patient. Uh, we'll get to you in the order that you called. Uh, the big, the big uh, move today. Uh, two different things. They had a a robust jobs report. Sort of. I mean, the number was big. Uh, it was heavily seasonally adjusted uh, and heavy in low paying jobs. You know, teachers. 
waiters, bartenders, but uh, that I think is in line. I, re- I really do, because uh, that's really what we created. We create a lot of low-paying jobs. Uh, but by the way, that was the other thing I didn't even get to. Jay, and shame on me. Wages up four tenths of a percent uh, in that month. So if you annualize that, that's what almost five percent wage growth again Ooh. really flies in the face of this being a transitory inflation problem. Uh, and then Joe Manchin's letter to Jay Powell basically saying, "What the hell are you doing?" Right? Sure looks like radio news. Sure hour. looks like it's going to keep on going, Joe. That's what it looks like. That's right. I agree, Jason. I think you're right. Patriot Radio News. Our final segment coming up. Country roads. I love it, man. I got to tell you right now, I love that song. I don't know why. Uh, being, you know, I have a brother in West Virginia. I've actually been to West Virginia. Not that many people have. Uh, John Denver there. What a, you know, it's not, I'm totally off subject, Jason, but the kids' music today, it's so bad. It's terrible. That at, that at the... High school football games. This song is like the the crowd favorite of the student section. That and Sweet Caroline. I mean, they're, they're, the kids all get up and get going. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> it's good music, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. So uh, the silver spectacular uh, silver eagles. Brittany's on the phone right now. So whatever's left. U.S. Silver Eagle Rolls, 690. Canadian Maple Leaf Rolls, remember, five more ounces in that one, at 795. And then the, and we got 18, only, we only had 18 rolls of those. And then the, the 50 rolls of rounds uh, at, at 590. So really, you know, when you think about it, you know, we've got, you know, less than 120 rolls uh, you think about three weeks ago when we were doing uh, the silver spectacular. I'll get it out. Spectacular. We had three hundred rolls of silver eagles that time around, so we got a lot less this time. Uh, but take advantage uh, of the pullback. Silver down a dollar, twenty four twenty five an ounce. Uh, Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And Joe, let me say this. Let me say this. I I, I was listening to this show in 2014 and 2015, 2016, 2017, and then I joined up in 2018. And these and these 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 lower prices on silver and gold, and and uh, I just thought it was insane that you guys just weren't just blasted busy constantly. But that's just I guess that's just the mentality of it. And how long are we going to kind of be in this like 1750 to 1900 dollars range in gold silver? As long as, as as they want us to be there, but I, I, there's going to be some market turbulence by later this year, early next year. Something's going to happen, and then do we stay in this as some sort of range for a while? I, I don't know. Joe doesn't know. But this is where you buy it. You just we got these customers, Joe. They're so smart. They buy every two weeks, or they buy it once a month. Just just uh, keep keep your keep your ears open and keep listening to the show because uh, we steer you in the right direction, Joe. That's it. That's that's always the name of the game, and I always like it when you when you're buying for less. And and we, you know, we're we're competitive as it is, and we do the best that we can. Uh, I wish we had more. 
obviously, uh, but unfortunately, uh, th- that it is what it is, uh, and that's what, what is available out there. If you're looking for uh, gold, just by the way, 2050 on a $20 gold piece. So, again, that's the cheapest uh, that price has been. Uh, and then we'll wait and see what happens on Monday. It's going to be very, very interesting how all of this is going to play out. Uh, I, I'm on Jason's camp on this one. And, I, I, and quite honestly, I don't like it when Jason and I agree so much. Uh, I think there's a lot more gasoline coming. Uh, and Janet Yellen, you know, people want to forget she was out Wednesday too before they, you know, tried to take the legs out of the market here, telling everyone if we don't give more spending that, you know, America is no longer going to be able to can compete and all this stuff. Uh, we're looking at a central bank that now wants to be social justice warriors and climate change experts as well. So let's let's keep all of that in mind. Jason, thank you for joining us today. No problem, man. Uh, we'll be back next week. God bless everybody. 800 951 592